we're starting. <laughs> and that's right. I'm eating sun chips. That's so. right. It is Judith and Corey. And we're about to start Tinseltown Tea like we always do mm-hmm. with a would you rather. It's my turn this time. Okay. Yay. Forgot. Yes. Oh, fair warning to the listeners. I might be a little congested. I think I might be coming down with something, mm. but I'm still here. I have a, a cup of alcohol. Gonna knock that right on out. <laughs> and if that doesn't do it, I got that little, you know, those little um, emergencies. Mm-hmm. I was about to sprinkle some in here, real talk. But Emergency in the wine, yeah. I was like, you know what? Don't give them too much. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Mm. Don't give yeah. them too much. Mm-mm. Can't give them too much. Ooh. Okay. So, would you rather? This isn't not that hard. I, well, we'll see. Would you rather? Right. Guaranteed millions. Yep. But <laughs> but work a very, I mean, mindlessly boring, not what you want to do job, or be broke rest of your life. But you are working your passion. You are doing the thing that you are meant to do on this earth. You feel fulfilled, but them coins. I feel like most of us are that, maybe in that place. But anyways, so mil- guarantee millions, rest of your life. But the job is some doo-doo or <laughs> some boo-boo. <laughs> some boo-boo, doo-doo, whatever you call it. It's Feces. some shit, okay? <laughs> or you are broke, but you are living your passion all of that, like your mm. purpose, and you feel that. Mm. Which one would you rather have? Got finished the sunship, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. Oh God. okay. I'm to have joy, right? Okay. They try to strip you of it. Okay. But anyways. I would rather, um, I'm going to take the millions, because guess yeah. what? When I have millions, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Talk about it. Right, I can do that shit during the day, mm-hmm. but bitch, at night, <laughs> I'm doing yes. whatever the fuck I want, because I got millions. Yes. Because, I mean, let's be realistic. You got to yeah. have money to live. I can't be that broke is around facts. here. Is... My lifestyle too much for that. Okay. Oh, my God. So, yeah, yeah I'm taking the millions, and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want at night. Yeah. Fuck that job. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Minstrel. Okay. Um, I'm what about gonna, you? No, I'm gonna have to agree. Mm, you yeah. know, I, I, I mean, much, it's Ariel. maybe it's because like I haven't have I worked like right now. I like what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it is not millions. <laughs> it is not that. Not yet. Hallelujah. Not yet. Yes. Um. So yeah, I feel as though I know what it's like to be broke. I don't. I would like to see what millions feel like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I. I want to feel. What does it sound like? Yeah, I want to. I want to know. I want to know what that sound is when when the deposit goes into your check account. Mm -hmm. You see, you know, and like I want. I want that. Yeah. Um, the job, like you said, like once I get my check, I'm gonna go ahead and create, do that purpose thing on the side get that fulfillment but yep. yeah nah the older I get I'm like the millions yeah. <laughs> like woo all that, about the motherfucking money yeah maybe when I was younger I was like oh purpose gonna say go with my heart oh. no <laughs> no nope mm-mm. mm-mm absolutely not pass cash rules everything around me cream in the money <laughs> okay mm. money bags please <laughs> all of them yes ugh okay yup that was easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we both were like, fuck you the purpose. We can which, buy our right, purpose. Right. Ooh. My purpose uh, has a price. Mm-hmm. So, what was I going to do? 
So this one's kind of introspective. Mm-hmm. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to little animals? I added the little. Ooh. Okay, say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, these sun chips. So good. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched okay. or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Oh, okay. Yeah, that no, because I feel like they know... Like, if the birds, like, if I could hear them talking, especially here in California, I would know when the earthquake would hit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we were waiting on this technology foolishness. They're going to be like, chirp, chirp, earthquake. I'd be like, you see, you hear? Okay. All right. Let me brace myself. I know what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel as though if I were, you know, going hiking, which... No, I don't do that often. (laughs) But there's some reason, you know, I'm not doing that. But if I was in the woods, you know what I mean? And maybe like, I don't know, like a leopard was nearby. I know I saw that. The lights Lights flickered in here. And I watched too many fucking scary movies for that shit. Only the Holy Ghost, please. No other ghosts. I'm about to run. (laughs) Lord. Um, But um, yeah, I, I just, maybe I would hear the lepers say something like mm. i got cubs i ain't got time for you i'm be right. like i want no smoke i'm so sorry i am not delectable nor delicious mm. i'm just we're just we're gonna walk away from each other you and your cub can go the other way i did not know mm. you know maybe i can reason with a rattlesnake you know what i mean but, like um, hey yeah. please don't bite me please i'm gonna go on away <laughs> Okay, I know you don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. I hear the rattle. Mm. I'm just going to walk away. Mm. You know, hopefully the reason. Now, you know, if they bite me, then I'm just, you know, whatever. But at yeah, least I tried. I feel like if I touched every object and knew the history of it, I don't know how helpful that would be to me. It might be yeah, cool I guess depending. Yeah, like sentimental ass people. Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to talk to the animals. I feel like they got the real Like I tea. touched this red solo cup and it told me its life story. Oh. Uh, like, Woo. Bitch, I used to be. What the fuck is plastic made out of? <laughs> I used to be whatever plastic is made out of, and then I was in a fucking factory, and then got in a fucking plastic bag and shipped to Walmart, and then this bitch picked me up. Oh my god! Well, you know what? That would work. Okay, it would. Work. Okay, it would work because, like, can you imagine what the elevator would say when Beyonce and Solange, mm. Solange kicked Jay Z? I want to know oh, what that, that elevator. Right. I'm gonna touch this elevator, <laughs> like, elevator, please. Come on, elevator, please. Let me know the transcript, please. Elevator, you know the words. Give me the two. Okay. <laughs> what about you? But yeah, I would be the same. Yeah. I would rather talk to animals because mm-hmm. I'm around animals all the day, all yeah, the that's day, true. all the time. <laughs> yeah. So me and Batman could actually be—we are best friends. Mm-hmm. But then we could take our relationships to the next level. That's right. Batman is my dog, by the way. Mm-hmm. We can take our relationship to the next level. Like that's we can right. literally be besties. Yes. And you know, we can go out for drinks and talk about stuff. Oh yeah, that would be yeah, cute. It would just be a good time. Yeah, that would be cute. And I would really have a dog best friend. Yes. Also, our um, producer slash engineer Mackenzie. Shout out. Shout out. She has this cute little cat. Her name is Josephine. Yes. And she is my arch nemesis. Yes. She Every hates time Judith. I pet her, she's always like with the claw, like ready to paw me. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to go? Really? Let's do this. I would love to know what she has to say. Oh my God. I would like, love She's so that, Judith. <laughs> I know. sassy. Cussing me. I'm like, dang, Josephine. My goodness. You are like a I, uh, month old. What I is love happening? Her, I, I would love her dialogue. <laughs> Yo, it would be great. I'll be like, yeah, go. Oh, you're just so sassy. <laughs> you a little sassy one. So funny. Shout out to Josephine. Okay. A little kitty cat. <laughs> All right. <sighs> well, that was a good one. Welcome to the show, everybody. Cutting up as usual. Starting oh, yes. early. 
Oh, yes. Oh, let me get my shit together. All right. All right. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Y'all, we are back with our No Better Do Better segment, back. which is where we give y'all tips, tricks, lessons learned from the industry, from That's our right. screenwriting journeys collectively. Right. I burped, sorry. <laughs> so, oh, that's gross. All right, so I'll start with mine. Yes, ma'am. And mine is just stay up to date with yep. what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, I read this surprisingly out of a book because I read everything out of fucking books. Thank God. So, and this is just from networking and talking to people mm-hmm. people in the entertainment industry they're kind of smart like people oh, think entertainment mm-hmm. people industry are you know little airheads or they mm-hmm. don't know much mm-hmm. but they know what the fuck's going on especially mm-hmm. writers um, it's part of your job to stay up to date with what's going mm-hmm. on in the world so if you're at like a networking event yep. which ugh. but I mean they're, they're good sometimes <laughs> if yeah. you have a shot yeah. but um when you're talking to other people, like you need to know what's going on in the world so that 100%. you have something to talk about. 100%. So this is a tip for like networking. If you're like me, who is um, extrovert on the outside but introvert really, mm. and you like screen everything that you say, you have social anxiety, and you mm. plan all of your conversations out like I do um, yeah. all of my life. Mm. Um, it's a good like way for you to be prepared. Yeah. You have something to talk about yeah. when you're at those networking events. It's a good way to break the ice, yeah. um, and it's just a good way to kind of show that you know what's going on Absolutely. and you're informed about That's the right. world because as a writer you should be because ideas come from everywhere 100%. so that is my very short no better do better yeah you know I, I, it's surprising how a lot of people forget that or just forget to implement that um, out here because I was surprised about how a lot of people were like oh I don't know, mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I'm like what <laughs> you know and those are you can tell the people who are unseasoned the seasoned people oh no yeah. they be like did you hear Disney Plus did this oh did you hear Netflix did that I'm mm-hmm. like oh yes I did pretended like I did but I didn't know I be like yes yeah. tell yeah, me yeah, more that was crazy tell me more mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so yeah if you stay on top of your stuff and because you're listening to this yeah you'll be on top of it yeah at least black and brown stuff yeah. yeah honestly and that's all you need to know yeah honestly <laughs> for real honestly for realsies. <sighs> All right. Well, my no better do better um, is just explore other formats. And what I mean by that, um, especially with writers, you know, I came in with my dream like I'm going to write a TV show, mm. period, point Mistral. blank. Like that's on my vision board. Like mm. that's it, you know. But when I was able to, you know, have the opportunity to go back to school and see like be on top of my stuff and to like be open to other formats now thank god i'm working at a a podcasting network and looking at how you can tell story through podcasting like looking how you can tell story through books or blogs like there are a lot of things to write not just screenwriting always screenwrite do that but explore other formats poems you know short stories like Mm -hmm. always to like um practice that creative muscle because a lot of times in this town it's all about the ip and they're looking at all types of IP, you yep. know? They're looking at comics. They're looking mm-hmm. at, um, fuck, maybe even, like, you know, greeting cards. I don't know. Yeah. But the point of the matter is, like, explore all those ways to write and continue to, like, build that craft. Yes. And don't think it's, like, oh, only one thing. I'm only going to do this one thing. Keep that in mind. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, go, if you're, like, you know what? I want to write this novel. Write that novel. But, like, sometimes we get so locked into one type of writing format that yeah. it's like you know a lot of times people want to be like I want to pitch this movie I want to pitch this movie like well maybe your movie can be an audio documentary you know what I mean that's 
yeah. really big right now. Maybe it can be a documentary. Maybe it can yeah. be a book. Maybe it could uh, be a, a book of short stories. And then you take that IP or whatever. So I'm not saying like give up on that one dream, but there's many other avenues be to open. get. Yeah, be open. If I wasn't open, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't even think of even hosting. Like I didn't even think of hosting this podcast. Corey had to be like, girl, do you want to do a podcast? And girl. I work at a podcasting network. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's like, all right, let me be open. Let me, you know, so exactly for all of the writers out there be open like you yes. know if if you're feeling stuck in one way if you're screaming like you're just stuck try a poem quick poem just write it out it don't have to you know just get it out you know so exactly yeah. be open to other formats you never know i totally agree with that mm-hmm. just because as a writer i'm thinking oh my god i want to do this i want to mm-hmm. write 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 but it's like lately i've been getting other opportunities outside yeah. of writing i've right. been getting like stuff of like acting like yeah or just doing Even stuff like that this, like yeah the podcast yeah like, voiceover work Exactly. You so know, it's it's all different types of ways you can make it in the industry. It's like mm-hmm. even if you want to do acting or you want to do podcasting or it's not writing, but mm-hmm. it's still doing something creative. Yes. You're still getting to flex that creative muscle, like you mm-hmm. said. Like we're creating content for the podcast. Right. We're talking. We're still talking about screenwriting. Right. And it's still an avenue to get your way in the door. Because, hey, let's let's say, okay, you say I want to be a writer. Right. But you get known for podcasting. You can still segue into writing, bitch, because you know now for Go podcasting. Forth. Yes. And look, you opened your mind up to podcasting. You opened mm-hmm. your mind up to acting instead of writing. And mm-hmm. now you, you got your name big mm-hmm. with that stuff. Now you can do what you wanted to originally so just be open guys like Judith said mm-hmm. it's very much a great piece of advice amen yes thank you for the support girl you know I support you all day here day okay <laughs> come on now bet <laughs> and we'll be back yes ma'am And we are back. We are back. Yes, we are back with the news. Yup. So we're going to get right into it. Um, everybody, um, right now, I'm at Shadow and Act. If you don't know what it is, it is an online uh, publication yep. that focuses on black and brown and people of color. Mm-hmm. The news in entertainment. We stay on the site to be up with the news. Honestly, though. I mean. Uh, what is Hollywood Reporter? What is Variety? Honestly. Haven't heard of them. Truly. Don't know. Look, that shadow and act, though. Get in it. <laughs> I mean it. Get in it. Um. Okay. So, uh, congratulations to Zazie Beats. If you don't hey. know who she is, she is an actress well-known for playing Atlanta, the character Van. But yes. she's been in a lot of movies, and she's making history or herstory or whatever Yay. you want to call it. Ding, 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 Congrats to you, sis. Um, she starred in the two highest-grossing rated R films of all time dope she's getting that marvel money okay all the way across okay uh madam was in uh deadpool 2 and joker she was in fucking joker both of those where the fuck i've been at i didn't see joker it looks um really scary uh joaquin phoenix looks like a complete she was the love interest of joker of course of course she was i mean girl oh my Yep. I ain't gonna make sure y'all hear this clap. Girl, okay. that's big. <laughs> no, that's, that's major. Big. That's big. Major. A black woman being the love interest of Joker? I mean... That's dope. Okay. So I'm she... Let's see. She starred as Domino, a member of Deadpool's X-Force team. Mm-hmm. And then she was, like you said, the love interest of the Joker. Uh, the I believe Deadpool grossed in at $785 million worldwide. Damn. 
Oh my god. And I don't see Oh yes. And then um hold on, That's let me make sure I get it all together. I believe um Joker which was uh directed by Todd Phillips grossed over 985 million. Oh really? A million, a million, a million. yeah. <laughs> a million, a million. Remember a milli, that? A million, a million. <laughs> Woo. Girl. Wow. So, congrats to her. Way congrats, to make history. Girl. Continue to collect your checks. I cannot I'm wait to see you. I'm genuinely happy for her. No, for real. That is a a huge accomplishment. Well done. And sis, um, please tell Donna Glover to hurry up with Atlanta. We need to see you again. Thank you. Please in that series. Relay the message. Yes. Okay, moving on. Um, this is really cool, exciting news. Yes. There is going to be a 24-7 black news channel. What? It's like CNN, but black news. But okay. a niggas. Okay. Wow. Okay. CNN niggas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> CNN, Corporate Nigga Network. Hello. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> This is not called that. This is not called that. <laughs> no, we are just joshing. Being t- stupid. Um, so it's called Black News it. Channel. <laughs> it's going to launch soon, <laughs> January 2020, everybody. That's really cool. It is really cool. Um, let me see. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Yeah, let's see what, what's going to be on there. Okay, so according to Shadow and Act... It was announced that former Oklahoma Congressman J.C. Watts and longtime TV exec Bob Brilliant. What a awesome what a last name. name. What a last name. Sorry. That's not real. Have teamed up to launch the Black News Channel, a news network dedicated Are to covering African-American, uh, covering the African-American community with news, sports, entertainment 24-7. The network will be available in prominent African-American TV networks. Um, including NYC, Los Angeles, mm. and Atlanta. In addition, it has inked deals with uh, Comcast, Charter, and Dish Network. So this I read directly from Shadow and Act. I'm trying to shout out the um the person who wrote it. Yeah, Jordan Simmons. Jordan Simmons, thank you so much for your reporting. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see what that will look like. I'm excited to see the news and how that will contribute in a visual way 24-7. And honestly, we stay be um, making a culture. So mm-hmm. It reminds me of success. the North Star, which was Frederick. Frederick. Fred, yeah, was yeah, Frederick, Frederick Douglass's yeah. mm-hmm. publication where he kind of talked about news mm-hmm. amongst the black community yes. and slaves at the mm-hmm. time or free slaves. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's dope. I'm I'm like definitely it. gonna check it out when it comes out. I'm gonna be on that bitch. Okay. Like, what's going on with um, us? Make sure y'all have an app because those of us who do not have cable and be streaming everything, that would be me, because subscriptions are cheaper. And you know, we be sharing subscription logins. Mm. All, all the time. Speaking of streaming, uh, <laughs> Disney Plus is with us, everybody. <laughs> and uh, let launched me tell November you, twelfth. They launched November twelfth, and child on the headline. I'm actually in Variety now, VarietyMagazine.com uh, or whatever. Um, and the headline says uh, Disney Plus has over 10 million signups after launch day. I don't, mm. I, I mean, you know, Netflix won't share the data, but 10 million sounds like a fucking lot, guys. Yeah, they predicted 6 million. I remember us talking about that Woo. on the other episode. So they beat their prediction. Yep, when their their stocks popped up after that announcement, mm. they closed at 7.3%, 148.72 per share. 
Uh, for Child. those of you um, financially stable, rich motherfuckers, I'm sure that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I will find one of you and lock and just trap you in a marriage. Hopefully, <laughs> but it seems like they're doing well. <laughs> just like, and uh, yeah, I think I might. They got me last night because I was looking on. Uh, I was on Apple TV, another mm. streaming thing. I couldn't sleep, and I was watching um, the morning show. And I saw Reese like and yeah Reese Witherspoon, um, Jennifer Aniston, and mm. Steve Carell. Got it. It's I actually good. Love those three. Yeah, yeah. It was actually good. But I was like, I was getting confused in my Apple app because I was like, The Mandalorian isn't this Disney? Ghost Rider isn't this Disney? Like mm. all this stuff. I was like, wait a minute. So they they found a way to get on, you know, to make sure they get on all the devices. Like just like when you go to uh, Amazon and you see the channels, the different like oh. BT Plus, you see they're able to like get on that. Because I was like, wait a minute, I thought okay. this was Disney, but they're so out you here. Guys can get Disney Plus. Okay, they're on all the platforms. Like yeah, Apple Girl, we're gonna go ahead and sell um this app on here too mm. as well. So all right. <laughs> Get, I mean, if you're enjoying Disney Plus, let us know. Like, hit us up on Instagram yep. if you feel like, you know, it's worth the money for the subscription or whatever. It'd be dope. Um, I still haven't gotten it yet, but I just might just for some Lizzie McGuire um, reruns. See, honestly. I don't even know. Honestly, I said I've been the main even bitch Stevens. talking about I was gonna pay for that shit. Right now, I'm considering it, but Ugh. I don't know. I gotta stick to my guns. Yeah. Yeah, you know we'll you gotta see. stick with what you said, so right. I gotta do that. Yeah, <laughs> and I have to look at my finances next month, but we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Okay. So next, speaking of Disney, um, you know they're doing the reboot of Little Mermaid, starring mm-hmm. Halle Bailey. Not to be confused with the one that they recently did, which was live with Queen Latifah, and I heard she killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the announcement is they found Eric. Uh, there was a bit of controversy of Hallie getting it because she is a black young lady and all yeah with locks with dreads whatever you call it she deserves because we know she can sing she's in a group with her sister that kills and then she can act because she's on grown-ish acting her ass off so why I mean let's stop there that's what disney needs they need a singing acting bitch that can deliver she looks like a mythical creature she's gorgeous (laughs) she's it's ridiculous how gorgeous she is so yeah she got that um you know white twitter apparently went off they were mad stay mad she's still gonna collect the check Mm -hmm. y'all still gonna watch shit and you still gonna watch it but they threw you a bone because uh they have a british actor jonah uh, hold on, Howard King, Jonah Howard King. He has the role. Okay, mm-hmm. um, he made um it to the final testing for Prince Eric, and they were like, "Girl, it's all yours." But you, you know? know what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice, he's a good-looking young kid. I see, he has a nice smile. He has dimples. Mm-hmm. He looks like he can be in a British boy band. Little Prince Eric. Like he yeah. looks like Prince Eric. So you know, good. Congrats to him. Congrats, yeah. Congrats. Um, Get your coins. Yes, and I hope white Twitter will calm down, (laughs) accept you, and, like, let you act alongside the beautiful Halle Bailey. I hope you are white enough for them. Okay. So, congrats, sir. Um, Next, um, uh, I think this, yeah, this will be our last um, news thing, but uh, Monique Mm. files race and sex discrimination suit against netflix girl now girl 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 now some of us need a little recap so there was a while but i would say like 
I don't know this how far back this is. Yeah, this has been coming. So she, Monique, I remember she went on like Steve Harvey and Steve Hardy said some like my loves, my sweeties. <laughs> she always said ah! my sweeties. Oh my god. So okay, let's recap. So Monique mm-hmm. um, was trying to pitch her special. Yep. Um, she deserves. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's been in the game for a long time. Like, yeah, long time. And um, apparently. Netflix offered her a deal for $500,000 for a special. Mm-hmm. Now to those of us who are like, oh, that's a lot of money. Why don't you take it? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But Amy Schumer, uh, they offered her $11 million to do her TV special. So Monique was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. What? Like, I've been in the game longer. Yeah. You know, she's, she's a like, what is, uh, she's a like Oscar winning actress Mm, yeah so she's like no why is it that this person can get it and this person and i can't right and so i mean there's been controversy on both sides some people say like okay monique you haven't been popping for a while take your five hundred thousand dollars shut up yeah a lot of people are like girl shut it up like they are like telling and even when she went on steve harvey that you said five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it just it just registered. Yeah, they offered that woman five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand. Oh fuck! Now you got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm about to flip this goddamn mic stand. Yeah. Oh hell no. Nah. Yeah. Got me fucked up. Yeah. Man. And then like, you know, kind of like when she went on Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was like, "Yo, he said some foolishness about basically like, you know, you gotta work Hollywood. You gotta da da da. You gotta sell out sometimes, but you can't sell out. But you gotta, you know, Steve Harvey on that foolish. He be on some dumb shit. He, very interesting, bad advice. So <laughs> I think like a couple of days after the, I don't know, maybe it was a week, but his show got canceled. So, but I'm sure. Look, listen, I'm sure Steve Harvey is doing well. We he is setting up meetings with Trump. Whatever you want to do, sir. <laughs> you're you're living your best life with them veneers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Super, like, chopping all the celery sticks. Just, (laughs) So, yeah, so Monique was like, it's not over. I'm going to file this suit. This is discrimination. Sexism is racism. And I want my coins. I wonder how she's going to prove that. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, but in court of law, you have to have actual proof. So, interesting. Yeah, I think there's going to be... Her proof will be speculation. (sighs) Yeah, it'll be hard. I mean, hopefully she has everything she needs but and again, we don't know how entertainment law works exactly and I'm not an entertainment lawyer yeah and but in general it's hard it's always harder to prove the actual thing than it is to raise doubt it's easy to raise doubt with yeah. like foolishness we see it all the mm-hmm. time in congress it's just like they could say anything and it's like well i guess i doubt it i guess i don't know but yeah girl but you know, I, I wish her, however the outcome is, I wish her the best. Yeah, me too. I, you know, I've always, in a lot of what Monique does, she's always hilarious to me. Yeah. Always made me laugh. Even though she the be talking about skinny bitches. And I <laughs> have been a skinny bitch my whole life and it's yes. genetics. So I've been, a little, I've been a little salty that she been talking about me, but it's fine. Whatever. Yes. One day. Yeah, I've always loved it because I've always been a big girl my whole life and, you know. As us in the diaspora, we love to roast anyone on anything. <laughs> you either too skinny, you're too fat, you're too light skin, you're too dark skin, mm-hmm. so, and we have a joke for it all. Yep, it's truly 
a superpower and a detriment. We really yeah. got to stop. <laughs> we really need to. We really need to Some stop people this. a little sensitive. That's true. But I did just roast. We just roasted Steve Harvey with his, with veneers. his veneers. But <laughs> sometimes it's deserved, guys. Anyways. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little too much. <laughs> yes. But I, I mean, who? good luck to her. I hope she gets all the checks. And she really is a really good actress. Yeah. You know, and she's so. a good comedian. I, yeah. So she, they should have offered her more than five. First yeah, of all, five thousand, so. you got me fucked. <laughs> First of all, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, she's been in the game for a minute. A she has, she has awards. Like Monique's name is well known within the industry. Like exactly, she paved the way for y'all little com- comedic hoes. So yeah, honestly, stop. yeah. So yeah, Cut I think. Out. Yeah, I think that was kind of like, especially when they're giving like, well, I guess it's a bit different with guys in comedy. Like, they be handed out millions on millions. Yeah, that whole pay gap shit. Ooh, it's real. So, good luck, Monique. I hope you win, honestly. Yeah, um, me too. You know, and it's not like Netflix campaign. Sue they ass. It's not like they campaign. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that is the news for this week. Um, yeah, check it out. Stay on top of it. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. We are back with our main segment. Spoiler alert, this may not be the most exciting episode, Mm. but bitch, it's informative. Very So catch this knowledge or you're going to catch these motherfucking hands. Catch the knowledge. You don't want the hands. Right. You don't want these hands. No. All right. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about resources. Yay. So, and this is, um, I guess it would be. For people like me who didn't go to school for it mm-hmm. and who have for to everybody. learn it on your own. But yeah, for everybody. everybody but mm-hmm. like for people who didn't go to school and you have to mm-hmm. learn on your own, these resources will be helpful. 100%. And even for people who did go to school and you want to continuously learn about the craft as you should be Child. doing, these resources will be helpful too. Um, yeah, it's just all around very informative and we would love to share some of the things that we use to, mm-hmm. uh, to grow our knowledge of screenwriting and the That's industry right. and the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you guys can partake as well. That's right. So we sectioned it off by books, scripts, databases, websites, or, or like blogs and podcasts. Yep. And of course, we're going to be on the podcast section. Yep. So Town T. Yes. You already tuned in. You already know. Yep. So we'll start with books. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll go through... Um, some of the books that I put in here, books mm-hmm. that I personally own that are on my nightstand. Yes. Uh, I'll start with Anatomy of Story by John Truby. Mm-hmm. So this book, um, it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. It really kind of breaks down, like he says, the anatomy of a story. Right. So it doesn't really have to do exactly with screenwriting per se, mm-hmm. um, but it just kind of breaks down the different, yeah. the actual just... Like I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. The anatomy of a story. Right. So he talks about character and journey, yeah. and he kind of sections it off and breaks it down to mm-hmm. what actual story really is. Right. So it kind of helps you understand when you're writing. You're writing a screenplay. You're writing mm-hmm. a story. So it kind of helps you understand what are the different facets of that. What are right. the different parts of that? And um. It helps you kind of understand the foundation of mm-hmm. writing a story. Yep. So that's why I liked that book. Mm-hmm. Um, super good read as well. Mm-hmm. Lena Waithe co-signed it too. So hey. hey, shout out to her. Yep. Um, another one, and it's called How to Write a Movie in Twenty One Days by Vicky King. It's kind yeah. of an outdated book. I I've think heard it, of this for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty famous. Um, but it's kind of old. Mm-hmm. So I got this book from Gina Prince Bythewood when I got the chance to interview her. This Come on, name drop it, girl. 
one of my fave directors. She did Love and Basketball. That's she right. did Beyond the Light. She mm-hmm. did Secret Life of Bees. Yes. So she, um, I asked her about what are some of her books that she wanted that she said helped her out. And this is one of the books that she named. That's so amazing. It is an older book. I know me, I like to read only new shit because that's just kind of how I'm wired. But it's still a helpful book. And yeah. like Judith has heard of it. So yeah. it's a kind of a prolific book, I would say, in the screenwriting world. Yeah. Um, it's more for film because it's how to write a movie in 21 days. But I've still learned stuff from it, even though I mostly do TV stuff. Yeah. So check it out. I mean, it's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty famous book amongst the writers. That's right. Um, next one is Creating Unforgettable Characters. So this is another one that Gina suggested. Mm-hmm. I read this book. It's by Linda Seeger. S-E-G-E-R. This is a really good book mm. because it really breaks down characters and it's literally all about characters. Ooh. Um, okay. So this was, next. yeah, I definitely suggest reading this one. Okay. I My highlight of the whole shit is just fucking highlighting. Okay. I'm like, damn, she went in. Damn, she went in. <laughs> so it's a really good book about character. It really just kind of, after you read this book, you'll be able to create the most dynamic, the most multifaceted, the most um, amazing and unforgettable characters. That's okay. why it's called Creating Unforgettable Characters. Okay. So I definitely suggest this one if you need work or help help with characters Mm -hmm. um, which we should all need help with characters because characters are everything yeah I mean if your character's whack then this whole shit is whack yeah so I mean honestly so I would definitely suggest having this in your arsenal Mm -hmm. for you to refer back to Mm -hmm. alright next one I don't think did you put this one in here um I don't think so okay well inside the room by linda Linda. venus i don't have this book and i didn't read it but hey i I (laughs) maybe i put it on the list and i was like sure go ahead linda sure i mean forgive me (laughs) but hey it's probably a good book yes and it's probably about the writer's room okay by the uh title of it yeah um so check that out yeah and that's i mean it's important because like the writer's room each one has their own personality depending on the leader how like you pitch things best practices and a lot of times in like la and new york whatever writer's room you're in most of the time with a lot of shows they have a room where people come together and they share ideas and they assign which episodes are going to be written and so a lot of us that is the dream job to get into a writer's room and a lot of us who've um some people who have already gotten their dream job, like in this industry, it's gig to gig. Yeah. So you not trying to be just on one show. You yep. trying to be in all in the writers' room, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and there's different hierarchies too: staff writer to a senior uh, writer. Like you mm-hmm. get different um, salaries. So yep. all of that's very important. Very much like corporate, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't know, but mm-hmm. it is very much like corporate. Ugh. Mm-hmm. All right, so next one is Writing the TV Drama Series by mm-hmm. Pamela Douglas. Mm-hmm. I'm currently reading this book kind of off and on, yeah. but it's been really good because yeah. I have mostly done half-hour comedies and yeah. I'm starting to delve into one-hour dramas. Mm-hmm. So this has been good for helping me kind of learn that structure. Mm-hmm. This book is really good yes. because she inputs different like blurbs or interviews from like veterans in the industry and I've learned so much from those little blurbs Mm -hmm. and also she kind of breaks down the whole process of writing a drama series from creating it to the business side of it so she breaks down the whole ass calendar of like Mm. pilot season of like development she literally breaks down that entire thing so it's kind of a good book for you to learn craft and business side of things too Mm -hmm. and um, she I think she updates it like yearly oh that's good so it has different editions the last 
last edition was from last year, 2018. That's yeah. the one I have. Mm-hmm. So I like that too because I hate when books are not updated, yes. especially with entertainment industry, screenwriting books. Your shit's yeah. got to be updated. Yeah. So I rarely ever read books that are super, super old because, like, if a screenwriting book came out, what, 20, 2009? That shit's it's already changes, outdated because yeah. so much has changed within that time with the yeah. introduction of string and all that shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the really, changes, yeah. really good book. If you want to do dramas, she really takes it there um, from every different angle, mm. um, talking craft and business. Right. So that's something you should have in your arsenal as well. Mm-hmm. So, OK, I'll go through the next three that I put in here. Writing the Pilot by William Rabkin. Mm-hmm. This book is really good. So he has he you read that one. Too? Yeah, I think we read it for school. So yeah, good. Yeah. So he he did one in 2011, and then he did an updated one, I think a couple years ago. Yeah. I have both read yeah. both. They're very small books, easy very to easy read. Reads. That's why I really like it. Yes, yeah. he explains it in a way that actually resonates with me, yeah. which a lot of people don't do. Yeah, he kind of puts it in layman's terms, and yeah. I think I like the way that he yes. writes. Yes, and it very much is in line with the way that I process shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of made me understand writing a series and creating a pilot mm-hmm. and creating a world and creating yes. that franchise. He did a really great job with kind of explaining that in a way that just makes fucking sense for regular yes. folks. And like I said, they're very small books, so yeah. it's an easy read. You can finish that shit fairly easy. Yeah. Um, I think they're both, well, yeah, they're both called like writing the pilot and the mm-hmm. other one is like writing the series, I think. Yeah. Um, but they're both good. Like mm-hmm. I said, one of them is a little outdated, the first one, but the second one is is kind of its update to that. I yeah. would still say get both. I got yeah. a lot out of both. Yeah. Um, I think it's safe to say those are my favorite books that I've read. Yeah. About writing. Yeah. So shout out to you, William Rapkin, because you, you did that shit yeah. with those books. I love them. Mm-hmm. All right, so next was Right to TV by Marty Cook. Mm-hmm. This is a really cool book because it kind of does business and yep. craft as well, mm-hmm. and he breaks it up really good mm-hmm. for all different types of people. His table of contents is the most important thing because that's oh, wow. where you'll be able to kind of look and see where you want to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good book. He seems to be very, or she seems very knowledgeable about the mm-hmm. industry. She's a veteran, it seems like, in the game. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from reading that book as well. That's dope. So that's definitely a good one. Um, so next is Screenwriter's Bible by David Trottier. Yeah, I use this one every time I'm writing a script. I have, like, as a yep. reference. I haven't even read it, so I'll let yep. Judith talk about it, but I haven't read it, so yeah. shoot me, but it's a very important book. No, no, book. it's all popular. good. It's a popular book. Yeah. Everyone says that you should read it, but I haven't yeah. read it yet. So the way I use it is almost like if you're, like, if you look up a Bible, or not a Bible, excuse me, if you look up, like, a dictionary or a, a thesis, right, or a thesaurus. Let me get it together. So it's basically like if you look, like you said, with the other book, the table of context, right? It mm-hmm. is very good for structure, right? So if you're a mm. first time writer and you're like, oh, I want to have a fantasy uh, sequence, he will, you go to the table of context, you break it, he breaks down uh, sequences and you go to that page mm. and they will show you different ways to put that literally in your script. Because there are some things that in books, if you're describing, you don't need all that. 
Right. You don't need to describe the sunset and how beautiful it is and the rays and the colors and blah, blah, blah. I know the uh, novel writers out there are like, what? How? It's interior, the place and day. The sun motherfucking set. It's day. If you want another (laughs) description, sunset, because we don't have time for it. We need to go through and have the structure there when Mm. you go and make the actual thing. That's when you put all the detail and the set designer comes on and they, you know what I mean? And the director and all that stuff. When you get in that script and there's a blueprint, this uh, book, Screenwriter's Bible, helps you to understand the blueprint of how Mm. to create a script. It's super helpful, um, especially when I was just starting out to understand what structure is. Like, it's still my go-to now. Mm. And different editions come out, too. So, yeah. So that, yep. Shout out to that. Mm -hmm. Very, very good books Mm -hmm. all right so moving on to the coffee break screenwriter by pilar yep alessandra um i haven't read this one but i listen to pilar's podcast yes occasionally she is in the industry as well she's Mm -hmm. very knowledgeable so i'm sure the book's fucking good yeah um it's popular among screenwriters yeah and if you've read it let us know like tell us let us know Mm mm-hmm Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are the books that we suggested. Mm-hmm. This is not a complete and comprehensive list, you people. Nope. So don't be at and fine. Why you forgot this book? Bitch, don't. <laughs> so this is not a comprehensive list. This That's is right. just the books that we suggest mm-hmm. um, that we have used that have helped us out. Mm-hmm. There are so many other books out there. Right. So please, guys, if there's other books that you think are good, then let us know. Yeah. Shit. I, I'm open to suggestions. But like I said, this is our list okay mm-hmm. so um your list is be, will be different because we're all different people that's right so those are just some but there are really good books that mm-hmm. will help uh the inexperienced or novice mm-hmm. or even you know mid-level writer yep there's always something to learn mm-hmm. from these books yeah so moving on mm-hmm. script databases so a script database is basically a database where they have scripts yeah. online that yep. you can read and we've talked about plenty of times in other episodes about how important it is to read scripts mm-hmm. if you do not know how to write scripts or you're trying to learn or you're trying to improve yeah. your craft you need to read scripts. Yeah. So these databases are places where you can read scripts and these will be in the episode description, Mm -hmm. the uh, links to these databases. So I'm not going to go through them, but we have about one, two, three, four, five, four Mm -hmm. of them. Um, They don't really have actual names. Well, there's daily script, there's sites, whatever, TV writing, there's simply scripts, movie bites, um, other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So these are just places that you can go to find scripts. Yeah. Or you can simply just, whatever script you're looking for, you Google that shit. Yep. You Google, like, you want to look at an insecure script, you Google insecure script. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. And the WGA library. They, yes. If you get on their uh, WGA foundation, the newsletter, they update you on which new scripts they get. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go to the library and... Um, if you're in L.A. In, in L.A. I don't know how they do it in, on the East Coast. Shout out to the East Coast. I love y'all. miss y'all. Don't miss the weather. But the WGA here in um, L.A. off of what? Third and Fairfax. Yes. They, By the Grove. Yep. So, yep. They can. You can go in for free. Just read the scripts. Put them back. And, yep. you know, get the knowledge you need. And, again, free. 
free ninety nine. Yeah, and we talked about it on I don't remember episode, but yeah, you gotta listen to figure out which episode it was. That's right. But we go into depth about the WGA library, so mm-hmm. that's a good episode to listen if you're interested in that. One hundred percent. So yeah, script databases. Read mm-hmm. them scripts, niggas. So next, <laughs> <laughs> websites with. Why did I write? That's okay, okay, websites. Um, mm-hmm. so these are just different websites that talk about screenwriting. They're all dedicated to screenwriting. Yes. So we have screencraft.org, and these links will be in the episode description yes. as well. Yeah. We have Screencraft, Script Magazine, The Script Lab, and Screenwriters University. Yes. This is not a comprehensive list, like I continue to state. There are definitely more websites, but these are just some of the websites that I frequent mm-hmm. that have a lot of information. They're all dedicated to screenwriting. Yeah. Um, Screencraft is one that I'm on all the time because yeah. they have a blog. Yeah, it's pretty so popular. They're cons- yeah, they're consistently putting out articles about screenwriting that are actually really smart and really mm-hmm. informative, and I learn a lot from those articles. Yes. And they also have their own, like, ebooks about yeah. screenwriting. And I've yeah. bought a couple of those ebooks because they're hella cheap, too. Mm-hmm. They're always on sale. Yeah. Um, so those ebooks really help me out in terms of screenwriting, and they have courses. I think they have consulting, script coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of these sites do. So, like I said, these links will be in the episode description. I'll yeah. just repeat them Screencraft, Script Magazine, The Script Lab, and Screenwriters University. Mm-hmm. These are your sites. If you want to learn about screenwriting, yeah. Um, all types of shit on there. Yeah. I would just say get in there, start poking around, exploring. You have any stuff on those? Yeah. I mean, I forget which one, so forgive me, guys. But there's um, maybe all of them. But a lot of times there are a lot of screenwriting um, contests. So yep. a lot of times, a lot of people, you know, some people have had luck. Some people yeah. have not. There's like contests. There's fellowships. Mm-hmm. A couple of them have the deadlines yeah. of if you want to submit either your spec script or your pilot, depending on what the each program or, your or, movie. or yeah, or movie. Um, dep- Screencraft has their own contest. Yes. Too. And it's highly, highly regarded. like regarded. So yeah. if you get like even like if you don't win, but if you get like past round two, mm-hmm. you can put that right on your resume. Right. And they'd be like, oh, you got past round two. Okay, sis. Uh, let me, let me, let me read you. your let stuff. Me, let me follow you real Let quick. me read your stuff. <laughs> um, you know, so some are more popular than others. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take a chance. Like, yeah. you know, submit your stuff. And if it's not for you, continue to create your stuff. You know, yes. continue to post. You know, continue to write. Continue to post. Continue to, like, market your own stuff. You'll never know what might happen. But there, there are, like, you know, some really cool programs. If you're able to get into a writer's program, whether it's, like, Nickelodeon, CBS, you know, some of the big networks, yeah. you are like it's a it's a door open for you mm-hmm. and it's a way to stand out especially in this highly competitive field so highly competitive yeah check them out so yeah check those sites out and like she said screencraft has their own competitions yeah they literally have their own competitions and they have so many yeah like so many different they have tv pilots they have short competitions they have Mm -hmm. action Mm -hmm. uh if you have a comedy film if you have horror so they have any competition you name screencraft has it Mm -hmm. so check those websites out like i said they will be in the episode description so i'm not gonna fucking list the guy in the url (laughs) look the shit up click on it it's very easy we all have smartphones Next, we have podcasts. Mm-hmm. So first is Tinseltown Tea. Hey. Okay. <laughs> your source for all things black and brown entertainment and screenwriting, bitch. Come on. So yes, we, you know, I mean, honestly, shameless mm-hmm. plug. We we don't, we're not experts. No. But we know a little something, something. And yeah. we're glad to share it with you guys That's as right. you guys are listening and learning. Yeah. And so a journey yeah. with us. We're going exactly. on a journey. Exactly. So we'll be number one on the podcast list. Amen. Um, Next, for the mm-hmm. rest of these motherfuckers. All right. <laughs> Right. So Paper Team is a podcast that I listen to. Okay. It's two white dudes. Um mm-hmm. and uh but sometimes they're entertaining. Yeah. 
So, but they're very informative. I learned a lot from yeah. the Paper Team podcast. They know a lot about the industry. They've mm-hmm. had, you know, some good credits. I think one of them, they're both, okay, so both of them are not from America. Like, one is Australian and one <laughs> okay. is French. And they both live in L.A. now. That's dope. Um, but they've, yeah, they've managed to move from their respective countries mm. here to do screenwriting. Okay. So, well, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. They're, I think they're TV writers. Um, they're, I mean, they wouldn't be like super experienced. They're still kind of considered newer writers, Mm -hmm. but they have credits under the belt and they seem to know a lot. So I listen to that podcast at work sometimes. All right, go ahead. Um, next is Third and Fairfax, which right. I think is a WGA sponsored yep. podcast. Yep. I don't listen to that, but Judith, do you have any plugs on that? I don't listen to it either, but every time I do see it up, they have a lot of good names, so they get like a lot like of guests. And yeah, stuff? they oh. have like industry folks come and talk about a lot well, of well-known names. They connect to the WGA, so they better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's fair to check out, and of course, WGA is like a really well-known like uh, labor. Um, union mm-hmm. for writers so if you are trying to write in the industry you gotta know what's going on at the WGA so yep. check out the podcast Third and Fairfax Third and Fairfax mm-hmm. next we have Black Film Space which is a um a podcast that I like okay it's uh basically about Black Film Space so they okay. have all different and check it's out. a guest um guest heavy podcast okay. they don't have actual content by hosts okay. they literally just interview people each episode mm-hmm. and they interview all black people who okay. are in the entertainment industry so one time they had um, a script consultant which I would love to have on this show I'm oh, reach out to her yeah. they had um, another lady who I also want to have on the show who is a writer she's been a writer for uh, Mixed-ish she's now a writer for Mixed-ish oh, she was a writer for uh, The Last OG Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so they yeah. had Which her on there. Funny. Yeah, her interview was pretty good. Okay, and they have all different types of black people across the entertainment industry. So they had like gaffers, they've had directors. Oh, that's dope. They've had sound folks on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very interviewed. Ooh, Ooh shit! I hit, the- Ooh, <laughs> I hit the mic. I can't afford it. Sorry. Got excited. <laughs> so yeah, and it's all it's yeah. black film space. Um, so it's really cool to hear different black folks who have made it in the industry and have made a name for themselves and it's not just writing so Mm. you get to see all different facets of jobs you can have the entertainment industry and kind of hear their stories nice um but like i said if you are into podcasts about interviews then that's your place for you i'm gonna check that out go ahead yeah black film space and they Mm -hmm. also host their headquartered in new york i believe okay and they host really cool events like they have a screenwriting workshop i think that they do every month in Mm -hmm. new york and other different events okay um, it's a really cool mm-hmm. podcast for us black folks. Um, next is Curious About Screenwriting Network. So this is hosted by two folks. I think it's a lady and a dude. And they drink wine every episode, too. Well, amen. Yep. So I'll <laughs> They're be always talking in. about it. They have wine of the episode. Oh. So they always promote a new wine each episode, which I think is cool. I'm that like, is we, cute. We, should probably, we got Sutter Home, the okay. cheap shit, White Zinfandel, bitch. I just so. bought it. Six ninety nine. Hey! So, yeah, I no think their shame. wine is a little bit more fancier than mm-hmm. ours. But um, they have been in the industry, I think, for a little minute, too. They also have consulting services. Okay. Um, So they, they do a lot of, like, promotional type shit, which okay. I'm like like bitch I don't want to hear that shit yeah but hey you got to get your your advertising coins I mean they promote themselves a lot too which hey 
We should be doing that, Listen. but sometimes it's a little bit overkill. Yeah. But I have learned um, stuff from their podcast. Okay. So if you're into that, they also film it. Oh, okay, so I think cool. they do. I think they do their podcast like Facebook Live or whatever. Okay. So whenever they do the podcast, it's live on Facebook. So okay. you can watch it as well if you if you like that better. Okay. If you're a more visual person. So next is writer's panel. So this one is just different. Each podcast episode is a panel. Yeah, of I've writers. heard of this. Yeah. So it's definitely a good one. Yeah. They have really different... Different, a different array of um, writers on their panel each time. From and they different, go to different universities too? I don't know if it's universities. Okay, I okay. think it's just like strictly like folks who have been in the industry. Okay. Um, so each episode is like different. It's like a theme. Okay. And then they pick different writers from different shows based around that theme. Okay. Um, one thing I will say about this podcast is not really diverse in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to whisper that. It's not really diverse in my opinion, <laughs> which has yeah. been my, um, what's it called? My, issue. Yes. My issue with the with yeah. this podcast in particular. Yeah. Um, but the industry is not really that diverse. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should, it is getting there, but mm-hmm. um, I do think that this uh, podcast, they could have more diverse panels. Okay. Sometimes it's like mostly all white people and I'm like, bitch, come on now. You could be yeah. one plat person. Yeah. Um, But it's still a good podcast. I've okay. learned a lot. It's cool if you like to listen to panels. Okay. If you're into that. Because mm-hmm. it's literally all it is is different panels of writers. Okay. Um, Next is TV Campfire. So this one, I think it's just episodes from panels that they've had at the Austin Film Festival oh okay cool in yeah. Austin, Texas shout out to Austin um, so very this, creative city yeah mm-hmm. I haven't been but mm-hmm. I mean they have the Austin Film Festival there we need to go one year yeah South by um, Southwest we, nah, yeah we need mm-hmm. to go but um, I think they just do panels that that they've recorded from the Austin Film Festival yeah I've learned a lot from this podcast too so okay. it's, it's been pretty cool yeah Okay, next is Don't At Me with Justin Simeon. Me and June love this podcast. It is hosted by Justin Simeon. If you don't know who that is, he was one of our niggas that you should know in a previous episode. Go Mm -hmm. watch that or listen to that episode. Um... Yeah, I mean, he just interviews yeah. different people, I think, right? Yeah, and he's the creator of Dear White People, yes. just a little reference. Um, but yeah, he interviews different people. Yep. Um, he interviewed Zazie Beats. Yeah. Um, it was a re- one of my favorite episodes is when he had his boyfriend on, and then Zazie had her boyfriend on, and they had a discussion about interracial dating. Um, and both and, white. Yeah, and so... And so it was really cool to, like, hear them go back and forth. But they also talked about how, like, they are affected by the industry and how they, as creatives, you know, in the spotlight and then also being with their partners. So mm-hmm. I thought it was really dope. He had Kelly Rowland on. He did. Yeah. He, he had, had a Lena lot of Waif. people. Yes. They're, like, friends. Yeah. And he had Issa Rae on there. I mean, their it was a was great hilarious. conversation. Yes. Check out the Issa Rae. That episode was hilarious. Yes. So, yes. Justin Simeon, don't at me. Please come back. Please. Yeah, it only has one season, but we wanted to come back so bad. And he's hilarious. He's He's funny. funny You're not going to be bored with this. Yeah, he's super funny. Funny as fuck. Yeah. Almost as funny as us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come for us, Justin. Don't add us. Okay, we love you. Almost as funny as us. We truly love you. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Um, Okay, so next is script notes. Yeah, this is popular. uh, This is like probably the most popular screenwriting uh, podcast that you hear about. It's with John August and Craig Mason. Yes, who are super big names in the screenwriting industry. They are super successful. They've written a lot of your fave movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Craig Mason just did. Chernobyl. Oh, yes. And he's yes, usually yes, yes, yes. done comedy. He wrote Hangover and yep. Identity Thief and shit like that. But mm-hmm. he transitioned to Chernobyl, which was a dramatic 
HBO. Uh, limited series on HBO. Well received. I yes. think it was nominated. It was for nominated a for a lot of shit. Emmys, I didn't yeah. watch that shit, but. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there are two big names in the screenwriting industry that I think mm-hmm. that's why the podcast is so popular yeah. because they are super up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the shit's boring, to be I honest. I agree. Um, they're two I very, like, corny-ass white dudes. Agree. But, hey, they made it in the industry. Yes, so, they did. You know. So it's good to listen to them, yes. for to be informative. Hopefully, you can stay awake. You're not yeah. going to fall asleep at the wheel, child, because, my God. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Ooh. But, yes, they are. They know what they're doing. Yes, obviously. Clearly. Obviously. Yeah. They are very, I, I'm not even exaggerating, they're very successful yeah. in the screenwriting industry. They're, yes. like, really big name peeps. Mm-hmm. But the shit's just fucking boring. My I'm God. Sorry. My God. Um, but very informative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, don't come for us. Mm-hmm. You don't come for us. And we'll be it. working with you soon. Stop. Yeah. We love you. You know what? Yeah. You know, I just have to be real. It's a little unseasoned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, on the page... <laughs> We're back. Okay. I'm back. back. Um, Corey has it together. Back to life. Corey has it together. So next is on the page with Pilar, Alessandra. I need to get back on this podcast. I actually like it a lot. Yes. She's super informative. Yes. So she's the one we talked about. She has a book as well. Mm -hmm. She is, she's super cool. I like her podcast. Yeah. Um, she's very informative. Yes. She has a very soothing voice. Yes. Which I like. I love it a lot. Um, so I think I think sometimes she does like I haven't listened to this podcast in a minute. Yeah. But she interviews people and she also has her own content where yes. it's just her talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're into that, she I mean she knows a lot about the industry. Yeah. She's respecting the industry, I yeah. believe, as well. I think she's done some script analysis. So she can like really yes. delve deep in like, okay, this is where you need to fix your script. These mm-hmm. are common mistakes. Here are some ways to like move past them. Here yep. are some tips. Like she gives some really helpful, helpful tips. And it doesn't feel to me, it doesn't feel that bland or boring. Exactly. I just fell off because I've been listening to so many other podcasts, mostly yeah. in entertainment. But yeah, I need to get back on my script uh, podcast. Yes. So check out on the page with Pilar Alessandra. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have these podcasts listed in the episode yeah. description as well. We won't have links because mm-hmm. I ain't going to do all that shit for y'all. <laughs> uh, I love y'all, though, but I can't do all that. Yeah. But um, they'll be in there. So you yeah. can just literally search them in the Apple iTunes podcast app yeah. or whatever. All right. So that is enough about resources. That's a lot, Sorry, y'all. I bored y'all to death. Ugh, ugh, ugh. But these are the resources we yeah. need to have. And especially like this industry is expensive. It is. And especially if you move out here, you ain't got no money. You on ramen noodle diets. Like mm-hmm. these are the free resources that you have access to to really perfect your craft. Exactly. You know what I mean? Everybody has a different journey. You don't need to go back to school. Yeah. I went back to school for me, but you don't need to go back to school. There's resources. There's all sorts of things that you can start now. It's all good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So use these resources, please. Mm-hmm. Um, just use them. They're fucking free. Why the fuck not? Yeah. And perfect your craft, ladies and gents. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So with that, we'll be back. We'll be back. And we are back. And this is our segment, Niggas You Should Know. Mm -hmm. And this is where we highlight people in the industry that we think you should know. Watch out for. Yes, black and brown people and people of color. So, yeah, I'm going to start it off. Um, This person I think you should know. But if you don't know, it's all good. Yes. Because you're going to know. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn learn today. Okay. So, um, Barry Jenkins. Yes. You should have heard of this name. If you haven't, it's all good again. He um, was the director of the Academy Award award winning Mm. movie Moonlight. Mm. 
Um, and if you haven't seen it, it is a gorgeous film. Ugh, it really, about, I mean, I, it, about it really, chron- it just uh, follows the story of this young boy in Miami coming of age story as he grapples with not only the community that he grew up from, but grappling with his um, sexuality mm-hmm. and how to really navigate in the society that he's um, lived mm-hmm. in. It was beautifully done. Beautiful. It was gorgeously shot. Yep. They deserve, they went ahead and snatched up that Academy Award mm-hmm. as they should have, even though the Academy gave announced the wrong winner, which was La La Land. But let me tell you, when they fixed it and it was Moonlight, I, the my Them ancestors, there. my ancestors rejoiced. Yeah, they they truly did. But I mean, it was well deserved. And yeah. um, not only did uh, Barry Jenkins um, was recognized for that, but the playwright Terrell Alvin uh, McCranny, forgive me if I enunciated your last name wrong. Uh, I believe it's McCranny, but he also did um, uh, a screenplay that was adapted for Moonlight. It was on, I believe, theater in New York. Um, I think it was like, I forget the title of it, forgive me guys, but I think it's something about um, in the moonlight, like black boy skin or blue or something like that. It, uh, yeah. <sighs> yes. That, but, I yeah. remember that. Quote, I will yes. look it up and I will correct it by the end of this uh, episode. Back to Barry Jenkins. Not only he's an award winning um, director, born and raised in Miami, Florida, went to Florida State hey! University. I'm a Florida State University alum. So hey. shout out to the nose. Hey! <laughs> Go go nose. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yes. Um, he Before that, uh, he featured film debuted uh, Medicine for Mel- Melancholy, which yes. was hailed in 2009. I believe after that, um, he uh, secured, again, the Oscar and Golden Globe for Moonlight. But he also just recently, Regina King just, oh, forgive me, guys. So he won this award. Regina King won this award for a movie. Um, adapted if by Bill Street could talk. Yes, if Bill Street could talk by the wonderful, great James Baldwin. <sighs> Forgive the most me. amazing. Yes. So um, this man, I, I can't wait for more things from him. In fact, he um, is working with Amazon. He has a deal with them, and they're working on the Underground Railroad. It's a series, and they are looking for uh, teen actors right now. So this was in Atlanta. Sh- yep, in Atlanta. So Shadow and Act, the Underground Railroad. Excuse me. Barry Jenkins is attached to that, and they're looking for um, Atlanta teens. So he's continuing to work, continuing to share his art with yes. everyone, continue to look out for him. Um, he was also on the um, Justin Simeon. Um, there was a conversation. Podcast. Yeah, podcast. So good. Um, so was. yeah, shout out to you, sir. A nigga, we gonna know. Yeah, er, we gonna know you, nigga. Okay. Cause, well, I mean, I already know you, nigga. I already but know. But you're yep. fucking. You're a fucking no. Okay. To FSU, Florida State University. <laughs> like, All right, done. All right, so I have Zazie. We've been calling her Zazie Beats, but oh. I think her name is pronounced Zazie Bates. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. Correct. So sorry, so sis. So, sorry so sorry that we pronounced your name wrong. She's a German American actress. Um, which means she's black and white, which means that she's black. She's black. Amen. So she has starred in Atlanta, which a lot of you niggas know. I mean. She's played Van, like we just mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But what she was nominated, or she received a nomination for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, yes. which I didn't know she was nominated. Mm-hmm. But hey, my sis got an Emmy nom. Mm-hmm. She also appeared in the Netflix anthology series Easy, which yeah. was on from 2006 to 2017. It was really cute, yeah. I didn't watch it, it was but cute. I saw her on, I saw on the little thumbnail when I yeah. scroll through yeah. Netflix and maybe I'll give it a try one day. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a try one day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she's appeared <laughs> in that stuff. And like we just said, she made history I for mean... starring in the two top 
are some of the highest grossing R-rated films of all time, Deadpool 2 and Joker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't need to go on that anymore. My sis made history. Booked and busy. Yes. So, my sis is booked and busy. She also was in a movie with uh, Chance the Rapper called Slice, which I watched on Amazon. Oh, okay. I need to check that. I, I wasn't to, really I into it. it. No? Okay. Fucking, it wasn't my jam. Okay. But she it. did a good job in it. Okay. Um, so, shout out to Zazie Bates. I mean, mm-hmm. she's arrived. So, yeah. I don't think she's up and coming. Truly. She's arrived. Truly. And she's only going to get better. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she played the love interest in Joker, which I mean, is out currently and yes. is doing very well. And yes. a lot of it's doing well, I think, critically and commercially. Yeah. So um, my sis is only going to get better. So shout mm-hmm. out to Zazie B. She's my niggas that you should know. And if you don't know her, you know her now. Now you know. And with that, we're done with the show. Good grief. Hey. Good grief, child. My throat, that gullet. <laughs> Need some fucking moisture. <laughs> All right. So yes. follow us on Insta and mm-hmm. Twitter at yeah. Tinseltown T. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you guys think of the show. Yeah. Any resources you want to share? Yes. Please. And all of the links that we talked about, links, mm-hmm. uh, just everything will be in the episode description for yeah. this episode. So all the books, all the website links, yes. all the podcast names, yes. and all the like websites yes. that we, blogs and whatever and shit. Mm-hmm. All that's just in the episode description, so yes. you don't have to message us about it. That's right. So there you go. Yeah. And with that, we're done. Bye, guys. Bye. See y'all next time.